What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It gives me great pleasure to welcome you back once again to Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Rose Show. A time of recording. It's 2.57 p.m. on Monday, December 21st, 2020. And with me on the other line is my friend and co-worker. His name is Zeus. Zeus Peterson. Zeus, say hi to the people, man. What is going on? I'm amped to be here. Let's do this shit. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for you to be here as well. You asked to be on the pod, and I think that uh, I really enjoy people who are gung-ho about uh, uh, having a discussion and having it being recorded. I think a lot of people are hesitant to do that, and I sort of have to poke and prod them to come on the pod, but not you, Zeus. You're a, you're a go-getter. And so you're on here. The first question that I have to ask on behalf of anybody who uh, can and will listen to this is, is Zeus your real name? I think is the first question that, a question that you get a lot. <laughs> it is. Um, no, it is not. Um, I got this nickname long time ago and um i just going been going by it ever since the thought has crossed my mind to change my name to it legally but um i don't know we'll see well, maybe maybe one day i think that i think that zeus is unique enough and i think that not every human being is capable of sort of carrying the mantle of zeus even as a nickname and uh <laughs> I think you do a pretty good job of it. Do you want to say, because I don't want to say it for you, a couple of ways in which you use the the name Zeus when you and I are uh, coaching kids for Viking sports? Uh, well, I always get the question, um, you know, if it's raining, right? Oh, hi, Zeus, can you make it stop raining and stop lightning? And so the kids always find a way to make jokes about it. Like, um, like if a kid gets out of line, I'll mess with them and I'll say that I'll throw a lightning bolt at them. And mm-hmm. they'll always like, ah, you know, especially the younger ones because they, you know, believe everything you say to them. But, um, but I have fun with it. Um, it's really taken on a life of its own. Um, and I love it. I roll with it. And um, I, I use it. Yeah. Like you said, I, it's kind of like a mantle. And I like to remind myself of that because I know that there's kids out there who, who really, um, really respond to it. Yeah. Not to mention you refer to the place that we might be a soccer field, a basketball court as Mount Olympus because it's your domain. Yeah. When they roll with me, we're on Mount Olympus. We ain't messing around to say Mickey Mouse camp with kicking ass. And that's how it is. That's how it is. Uh, you not only are someone who has the nickname of a Greek god, you really enjoy superheroes. The last time I saw you the other day, you showed me a picture of a Deadpool costume that you were going to purchase because you love Deadpool. And am I allowed to say that on the pod? Is that is that uh, uh, information I'm allowed to air with the people that you that, or do we do we want to keep that uh, under wraps? Well, you get. I'll say you gave next summers away but there are many more summers to come after that so they're all going to be a surprise i I started doing that um this past summer we had superhero day and uh which is a theme we do with biking it's uh every thursday we have a theme so we'll have like crazy sock day crazy hat day wacky hair day something every thursday and one of them is super day and this summer i really felt like the kids were robbed of the last what six months of their lives up at that point they they they've the kid the kids have been troopers the same way all of uh you know uh all of our friends and family and obviously i think 
Uh, we all hope that everybody who's listening to this is doing well and hanging in there. But yeah, the kids absolutely had a bunch of their school year and their summer just sort of ripped away from them. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of glad they got to take it out of school. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I like that they got a break from it because that could be really, do you remember how draining that was, right? School when you're school, little. School, it could definitely be draining, but it's also draining to try and do remote learning and definitely for teachers and parents to keep kids focused in a remote learning environment but nonetheless you spiced things up for the kids on superhero day yeah i um yeah i really wanted to do something special um and i had saw the movie the winter soldier captain america the winter soldier and um i thought it was like wow that's the coolest thing ever and when i saw the winter soldier and then you know all those scenes i was like wow that's the coolest thing ever and so i was like wow, wow that's a really cool character you know and then um, I was just messing around on Amazon one day during quarantine. You know, bored. You know how that went. You, just, you, mm-hmm. you had to find something. You find yourself shopping and on YouTube and doing all this. And I was on Amazon. And um, I just typed in uh, either Captain America or Marvel or something. And the Winter Soldier jacket came up. I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. You know? And I was like, huh. You know, and then the gear started turning in my head because that's how it goes. Whenever I see one thing, it always turns into something else. And then the idea just kept on falling. Like, Wait, we have superhero day. And I was like, all right, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to go big. Because that's the only way I know how to do things. And you can it's, ask anyone who knows that about me. It's sure true. You can vouch for that. If I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it big and it's going to be a show. And you did do it big, and you came in dressed as the Winter Soldier. I'd like to give myself some credit here because I immediately said it was the Winter Soldier, and I think most of the the kids and adults and coaches did not recognize you as Winter Soldier. They did not. But that's their loss for not having seen Captain America and the Winter Soldier, which is an excellent espionage movie that happens to be an MCU movie. It is, and if you are hearing this right now, go watch that movie. Yeah. And all the other ones. But um, but yeah, I I got the whole ensemble. I mean, you can attest to it. I think it looks pretty legit, you know. I think that you you brought up a great thing uh, in telling that little anecdote because everybody, I actually want to know if anybody's listening to this podcast, you can contact us at the AJ Rose Show on Instagram or Twitter. Tell us what your quarantine purchase was in the boredom, in the vast void of quarantine. What did you? purchase on the internet for zeus it was uh a captain uh, excuse me a, a winter soldier jacket and then the subsequent parts to complete the costume for me i bought a couple of candles i have a little uh white cactus candle here that's that's white cactus okay it's not bad i've never my room smells nicer than it ever has what that wasn't a high bar to clear and huh. I, the, other than that i think the the most of the quarantine for i don't like online shopping even i even now during a pandemic i've been doing my christmas shopping in person because i you know masked up and everything because i can't stand the online stuff because i can't hold it in my hands and i can't see it with my own eyes you just see a little picture of it it doesn't do doesn't sit right with me but then you get duped right yeah i don't want to be duped i don't want to be one of those people who orders this really comfy looking chair and then it comes and it's like uh the size of your hand right One of these Toy Story, Toy Story or something. You're, you're, I, the, Zeus, you not only are Zeus and a fan, and you know, you like to cosplay as different things. When did you first get into superheroes? And do you have, do you, are, are you someone who just sort of consumes all superhero related content uh, if it looks remotely interesting to you? 
Um, nah, well, I got into superhero stuff when I was little. Um, when I was living with my biological mother, when I was, you know, you know, around three, four, I was living with my biological mother at the time, and I would always watch X-Men with her, and I loved it, because it was so cool, you know, the superheroes with powers, and Wolverine, and the Sentinels, and it was all just super cool, you know, especially back in the 90s. Um, and so I got into it at a really young age, and when I was separated from my mother, it was kind of the thing that I had to remind myself of times that I would spend with her. Because uh, I we would watch X-Men together and play with the X-Men toys together. So really, it wasn't really, at that point, it wasn't about how cool it was. It was how much it made me think of my mom. But, you know, it carried on, and I still watch it all to this day. Because um, no one can sit there and tell me that all these movies aren't some of the coolest stuff they've ever seen, you know? It is, you know, I think a lot of people have takes you know we're we're in a culture now Zeus where everybody has to have a take on something and they have to have you know your opinions are sort of more important than facts unfortunately in a lot of ways and a lot of people have some opinions about superhero movies whether it's MCU movies DC movies uh larger superhero culture that a lot of the smaller budget movies and TV shows that uh, are being swallowed up by the big budget superhero movies and TV shows mm -hmm. that that take up all the space and there's 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 validity to that but i think the point you're making is that ultimately if a bunch of kids get super excited to see these superheroes on their big and small screens isn't that worth it and i think maybe me and you are biased because we get to see these little kids being excited about superheroes all the time all the kids that uh we coach at viking most of them have some sort of spider-man batman elsa from frozen something like they have they all have heroes uh, and large, largely those heroes are superheroes. And so uh, I think we would agree that it's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it for, to, for the kids. Yeah, because it, so, it gives something, to, it's a sense of wonder. It, what, it, when you re, what it really comes down to is it's a sense of wonder that I feel like all kids should experience. Because when you're young, <clears throat> you look at these superheroes and all the things they do and they go, wow, that's so cool to look at, you know? So it, it, it's really about a sense of wonder that it gives them that really um, brings them a sense of joy and excitement that, at least to me, they can't find much many other places, you know? And you find it in fewer and fewer places when you become an adult and you become cynical. <laughs> yes, exactly. And you know, so far, then when you get older, it's not about, you know, I mean, yeah, it looks cool and everything. When you get older, if you like the movies, it's about when it comes down to it, just doing the right thing. And it helps that a bunch of the movies, uh, independent of what you think about big corporations like Disney and Marvel, uh, that a bunch of the MCU movies, and to a lesser degree, a couple, a smattering of the DC movies, are actually really good. And now they're moving into a place uh, where Marvel is just, they, they've done the, the big sort of important 10-year thing, this, this unparalleled 10-year run. And now they're just just gonna go off and do all these sort of they're gonna get weird they're gonna get weird and i'm very excited for them to get weird where do you yeah. stand on where marvel's gonna go from here post in a post thanos post infinity war and endgame mcu i think right now is kind of like 
uh, it's it's tough to explain because they really just did like drop a nuclear bomb of stuff that they're releasing and producing, and it's almost and it's overwhelming, really. The announcements, the the the, the Marvel <laughs> announcements and the Star Wars announcements back to back, super overwhelming. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You can keep going. No, yeah, it's it's overwhelming. It's it's you look at all the stuff they're doing and all the directions they're going, and um, it really makes you think of like, wow, they're intertwining shows and movies now. So it's it's just go it speaks it it speaks to how much Marvel has to offer. You know what I mean? And are, and, are you going to be someone who because because when you're right that now they're saying okay, in addition to the 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 big movies that you see once or twice or sometimes three times a year depending on how many we release now we've got wandavision the show with scarlet witch and vision we have loki a show that's just about tom hiddleston's character we have the most exciting one that you talked to me about and i'd love for you to uh, sort of gush about a little bit is the show what if mm-hmm. yeah that one is trippy it's it's literally everything you see you say to yourself, wow, what if it wasn't like that? You know what I mean? And I really love how they did that from every little detail and aspect that they could come from. They really put a twist on it from making it animated to switching characters to making Captain America a zombie. Sorry if I spoiled that for anyone, but it's in the trailer, <laughs> go see it. So it really does make you ask the question, wow, what if things really were like this, you know? Because as you know, the smallest little change in the detail to change everything and a little everything in the show besides Nick Fury being Nick Fury is different. Does that mean that you are going to watch every episode of all these shows in addition to all the movies and stuff? Just do you think that it's all going to be required reading that you're going to have to see all of it in order to keep up with what's going on? Yeah, that's, 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 um, that's going to be a bit of a challenge because it looks lot, like it's man. about it looks like it's about fifty years worth of content from the <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um But hey, if there's another quarantine, then I know what I'm doing. Right. It's, if 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 we're staring down the barrel of another three to six months before uh, all 330 plus million people are vaccinated, minus the mm. people who will refuse to get vaccinated, then. Mm-hmm. We yeah that does give us some time to watch Loki and to watch WandaVision and to watch What If and uh, hopefully to see the movies that get released on streaming services. I know that Wonder Woman 1984 is going to come to HBO Max. I'm pretty sure Black Widow is going to uh, come out. They they announced the Marvel's Eternals and Black Panther two in 2022 and a third Ant Man movie right another Ant Man and the Wasp movie which Quantum Media. Quantum Mania. That's what it's going to so, be called. Yeah, I believe, and and you're you're sort of more tapped into this than I am, Zeus. That big picture, they're trying to do multiverse stuff, um, yeah. and they're going to incorporate the third Spider-Man movie. Is going to have all the other Spider-Mans. It's going to have Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, and mm-hmm. the next Doctor Strange movie is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Right. Mm-hmm. So why are they bringing in the multiverse? Why is that the direction they're going? Because, um, well, I think because once they do that, I think literally anything is possible. Anything goes. Any, yeah, any, yeah, because the multiverse—that's that's everything with everything, <laughs> everything within everything, surrounded by everything. If that makes sense. And the big the, the decision for the first ten years of the MCU to have to build towards Thanos—they basically spent ten years building up to Thanos. And now they're going to spend another chunk of time doing another big overarching narrative. And I think there is 
right? There's a famous Marvel comic series about Thanos. And now there's also one about uh, called Secret Wars. And that has to do with multiverse theory. I actually don't know much about it. I intentionally don't watch these things so I can have a little bit of uh, surprise and shock when I, when I see it play out. But Yeah, same, same. I don't, like to, I, don't, I don't know everything. I, I, I know a, a good chunk, but I same. I, I don't like to, I like to find things out myself. But is there, is there a singular villain a la Thanos in this, in this multiverse secret wars thing? Do you know the answer to that question? I do, but I'm not sure I want to spoil I mean, they're, right. releasing it, they're releasing it on, you know, platforms. So I guess it's like, so, for those so, who truly care, could just look it up. But, right. But so yes, what you're saying is there is one villain. It's not going to be sort of a, what well, it is going to go to a point like all these all these shows and movies and whatnot they are going to get to the point where it's everybody in all these multiverses against one big old bad villain yeah it yes it is and it's actually going to be revealed to that is in ant-man 3 quantum mania all right and so yeah. once again we have of ant-man playing a really really large role because the second one the 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 pim particle is the whole vehicle that's the only reason that they're able to travel in time and and uh get things done in endgame so shout out to ant-man for being kind of low-key the glue that holds this all together exactly that's the word i was just thinking of the glue yeah paul as it turns out paul rudd is holding all of us together mm-hmm. yep saves the day again Zeus, how have you been? Uh, I know that superhero content is seemingly endless, but it can't be the only thing that takes up your day. So when you're not working, what have you been doing to keep yourself sane during quarantine? Um, killing it, training. Training. Um, yep. I'll hit the field. I hit the gym. Um, I go hard. I like, I Lightning hit, bolt I practice? Target practice? Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, I, uh, no, I do a lot of um, speed and conditioning work, a lot of strength work, like dragging uh, sandbags and sleds. And then mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of intense training in the gym, like a lot of you know, leg day stuff, like plyometrics. Um, just, you can't skip it, man. Plyometrics. No, Tom, right, Tom Brady, he may be a weirdo, but that dude is pliable. That's He's all about the plyometrics. <laughs> yep. All right, so actually, so those are so actually two, they sound similar, but they're two different things. So he's talking oh, about okay. yep. So ply plyometrics, what I was just saying. So it's all about explosive, explosive jumping, and it's it's jumping basically in all different directions, mm-hmm. jumping stuff. And then pliability is like the stuff that Brady does, where it's more just like smoothing things out and stretching the muscle out, making sure that you can take a big hit and keep on going. And do you think that both of those things are uh, doable for just an average uh, John or Jane to try and to try and do and ex- you know keep their body healthier for a longer period of time? Uh, absolutely. Maybe not the plyometrics because plyometrics you really got a goal in mind and something that you're intending to really explode with. So unless you um, you know if you're an athlete you 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 want to lean lean more towards uh, plyometrics, but if you're just looking to stay healthy and keep yourself um, fit, fit, yeah, you could go to pliability route. Right? As long as yeah, it's it's keeping your body going and um, it's keeping your body safe and secure for the future. We're not saying that you have to be like Tom Brady and never eat a strawberry and just have like green tea ice cream and flaxseed and go to bed at eight p.m. But yeah, pliability, yeah. you can make sure that you uh, can do fun physical activities for longer because. I know that I'm going to be incredibly sad when a day comes when I can no longer play a full court game of pickup basketball. 
but I want to make sure that I want to delay that day for as long as possible. That would be Come my to Mount Olympus. Come to that's right, Zeus. I might, you know, I, I, we we were saying this the other day. I don't know if my red hair makes me Helios or what. I don't know if that's that's where where this goes. But the other thing I wanted to talk to you about today is uh, how you got into coaching initially, because that was not always the goal, right? The goal, because you you are, as uh, people can tell from just listening to you talk, you are an athlete, and that mm-hmm. was the first thing that you went down. Do you want to give? Uh, a synopsis of how you got from sort of your athletic pursuits to coaching? Well, uh, I've been coaching and, and helping in youth sports organizations since I was maybe 12, 11, 12, maybe 13. Um, I, my little brother played little league baseball and, um, my dad would, my dad coached as well. My, my, um, he'd always be on my dad's team. So I would always go down to the baseball field with my father and I would just help him any way I could, whether it was, you know, pitching ground balls to the kids or pop-ups or whatever the case was, I was just helping out. You know, I, and I liked being around kids. You know, I, you know, I loved my little brother. I loved playing with them. And, you know, it was always fun just guiding them and teaching them, you know, how to play sports and stuff. And then uh, when I was in high school, uh, my so my junior year, I started coaching Pop Warner. Um, I was an assistant coach for the Pop Warner League in, in Revere, and um, because I was playing football at that point, and yeah, I just loved coaching. I loved demonstrating to the kids how to do things and how to do them effectively, and then you know, hyping up their confidence because that's what it's all about, in my eyes at least. You got to feel confident when you go out there. You got to be ready, ready to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I take a lot of pride in in showing my kids or the kids that I coach how to be confident the right way, you know. And so that's what it's really all about. I, I've been successful in doing that, and I've just been coaching whenever I can ever since. You know, I coach the Brookline team now. I work. I do biking sports. Um, I work at the Evelyn Crane Center in Brookline, and then I have uh, my own clients that I work with. And um, and yeah, my, my goal, I, I put it this way. I want kids to feel as powerful and strong and confident as I do. There you go. So that's what it's all about. I love making these kids feel like they can do anything because I feel like I can do anything. That's great stuff, Zeus. I always, uh, I, I think I relate back to uh, the Walt, I quote, I quote the first line of the famous Walt Whitman poem. I celebrate myself and sing myself uh, uh, all the time because I uh, think that that's an important thing for everybody to do in all walks of life. Um, Obviously there's some people take it too far. I've, I've quoted that poem when talking about people like Kanye West sometimes who obviously, you know, ego can, can, can get in the way of things, but confidence and self-belief and self-esteem are all very, very important things that we as coaches have the unique opportunity and privilege to instill in these kids and try to instill it in them the right way where you believe in yourself without letting that light um, sort of diminish other people's uh, self-esteem in the process. You want to teach kids to believe in themselves and in doing so help other kids and believe in just sort of make it a, make it spread like wildfire. Lead by Uh, example. Yeah. I, um, yeah. That's the goal. And I always tell the kids, if you have a goal, 
don't ever let anybody, I don't care who it is, I list, I list off as many people as I can think of. I said, don't let your teachers, your principals, I don't care if it's the cops, I don't care if who it is, I don't care if it's your parents, I don't even care if it's your friends. Me. Right. Your friends, no one, I don't care who it is. If you have a goal, don't ever let anybody tell you that you can't do it because it doesn't matter what anyone thinks, what they say, nothing. If you think you can do it, then go for it. And if you fail, the world ain't going to end, you know? Zeus, man. It's good stuff. Getting me yeah. ready. Getting getting me ready to run through a brick wall and the rest of my Christmas shopping, man. Nobody yeah. can stop me from getting these gifts. Fuck that. No one can. Yeah. Uh, no Zeus, you, real quick. Uh, <laughs> you told me right before we started doing this podcast that you had trouble finding wrapping paper. Are you someone who... Are, are, did you manage to find any wrapping paper? And... Uh, <laughs> Do you think that wrapping Christmas presents is overrated? Oh my God! You uh, for the for the people who are just listening to the podcast, Zeus and I are zooming, and he just pulled out the wrapping paper, so I got to see it. It's got yep. snowmen on it. You found it. I'm proud of you. Christmas, yeah, five dollars. This no, I'm not happy. This is bullshit because I bought some wrapping paper from CVS the other day for like five dollars, and I was literally able to wrap one of these four presents that weren't even that big. That's how much was in it. So CVS in Watertown, bullshit. <laughs> this shit for five dollars and i can wrap four presents with it. uh well i and, and then today i pulled up it i pulled up to this target because uh i'm like oh you know i'll get wrapping paper here like one of those like long lines that you gotta wait 20 minutes and i'm like nope i'll just go to cvs and i'll spend the extra three dollars gotta so, do it man. it's a huge fiasco but is it worth it to wrap presents and then see the, the looks on people's faces when you realize that you got them uh, that perfect gift? Yes, it's worth it. Zeus, how do you, uh, uh, thank you very much. Was this your podcast debut? Uh, yes, I don't, I can't remember doing one ever before. So yeah, I think this is my first one. The, the first, but not the last. I hope to uh, be interviewing you for the Viking Sports Podcast, which should be forthcoming. That's on me. I've been trying to set that up. Now, obviously, the Viking Sports Podcast will have to be the uh, PG to PG-13 versions of both yourself and myself. But we got yeah, a little I can't bit say fuck. Yeah, we got a little bit of, of, of unfiltered, uh, uh, Zeus and AJ here on this pod and I really appreciate it. I appreciate you coming on and talking very candidly and uh, plainly about uh, all things and maybe we'll have to have you on again at some point in the next three to six months to uh, an update on how you're doing. Maybe an update on the uh, the, the costumes that uh, may or may not have been purchases purchased so for zeus peterson i'm aj rose you've been listening to fighting fire with fire as always you can listen to all episodes of fighting fire with fire at soundcloud.com slash fighting fire with fire follow us on spotify and on apple podcasts uh once again hit us up on twitter or instagram at the aj rose show email us aj rose show at gmail.com uh fuck mitch mcconnell and we'll talk to you guys next time say bye to the people zeus peace out everybody stay safe happy holidays uh turn up